0: Hello, welcome to ListCast, where the best things in the world come to be judged. On this episode, the best post-apocalypse movies and shows of all time, with Travis Clark and John Fahey.
1: Guys, what do you think is going to happen in the apocalypse? (laughs) (laughs) Hey everybody, welcome to ListCast. I'm Adam Todd Brown, I'm your host, we got guests here today. It'd be a weird episode if we didn't. Yep. Oh, just me cranking through a bunch of lists by myself. I, I not that I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't put it past you. Yeah, yeah. I do have a solo podcast. So. I would allow you to do it. Yeah. It would it would be fun. We got guests. John Faye, he's here. Hi, everybody. How are you? I'm really good. A couple of list cast veterans here Hell today. Yeah, I- and just <laughs> unpop's network <laughs> <laughs> veterans. Yeah.
2: Fucking yeah.
1: I I was called and I served, you know, (laughs) how I like to think of it. That is Travis fucking Clark. TFC. Obviously. And we are talking about the best post-apocalypse movies today.
3: Mm -hmm. Love it.
1: This is going to be a fun topic. This is post-apocalypse is my shit. Mm -hmm. Uh, Even though I totally don't want to survive the apocalypse. Would you rather go out in the blaze of glory? Fuck yeah, man. I want that asteroid to hit me in the forehead. Oh, I, I don't want that asteroids count. I don't want to die in the marauding afterwards. Think, of, but think of like the early
2: marauding days when like not everybody is raping and pillaging. When you're just kind of getting right. to do your own thing for a little bit.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Before the awful things happen. Yeah. Oh man, so many guitars. Yeah. Which are useless at this point because there's no power, so I can't play them.
3: Yeah. Uh, well, it's a generator, you could tool up. I don't know if that's what I want to use my
2: gas. On your know, On a cigarette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hold up, guys. <laughs> I'm
0: going
2: to play a little Black Sabbath here and
1: then uh, yeah. not eat.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so just to go through the rules quick for anyone who has never listened, uh, we each brought five picks for best post-apocalypse movie of all time. Yeah. We're going to go through our picks one at a time. Yeah and explain why we picked it, why we think it belongs on a list of the best post-apocalypse movies ever. That'll bring us to a list of 15. That's way too fucking many. That's too many. So then we'll each go around the room and kick two off the list. There'll be some fighting. Mm
3: -hmm. There'll be some
1: contention. Much like in a post-apocalyptic world. Yeah. Right. Where only the strong can survive. It'll be savage. Yeah. Yeah. And then after we do that, we have to save one. So we have to figure out Who's going to do our save? We have to come up with a word for people to comment. Gremlin. Gremlin.
3: Somebody say Gremlin and become the savior.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean that's really what the Bible says. Yeah. All if right. you read it the way I did. I just put it out there,
1: let's see. All right, here. Talk it about come. it you guys. Boom! And Anne- and Anne- 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 Bankson and Big Meek. So, if Let's let I I know this is controversial, but let's let Big Meek do it because Ann Bankson has done it in the past recently. I don't think Big Meek's ever done our well. Safe. Big Meek
3: thinks he'd be good in the apocalypse.
1: I th- Big Meek is, if nothing else, a monster of a man. So mm. possibly is that right? Yeah, he's like seven four. Oh, he's a big
3: fellow. Yeah, he's a big dude. No, no, no wonder he wants it to be a free for all. <laughs>
1: and I, I asked people at one point, and I'm still going to do something with these at one point. But I asked people to send us testimonial videos for the mm. network. And he sent me one wearing like a balaclava, and it's very intense. Wow. Yeah, right? wow. So let's say let, we'll let Big Meek do the save this week. If Big Meek disappears, then Ann Bankson is up. So let's get to it. Who Big wants to Meek? go first? Uh, John does.
3: I'm going to uh, start with my uh, only TV show uh, that I think is just uh, a complete on its own thing. Travis, I know you're a fan. It's, a, it's like a lighthearted, touching comedy, Last Man on Earth. I am a fan. Yeah. Good pick. Yeah. It's yeah. so good. Fun um, fact,
2: they follow me on Twitter
3: because really? I was an
2: early adopter and would tweet at them about how I remember I the when
3: show. early on when you and I first met, we talked about how much we loved that it's show. It's a good show. It's a great yeah, show. it's fantastic. And it really doesn't um it really hasn't gotten worse to me at all. Like it's, you know what I mean? They've,
2: like they they've done a lot of world building since the uh, first episode. Yeah.
3: Yeah, but I mean people still die off too. Oh, very easily. And um I just I, th- I think it's great. I think it's a, a good thing about just people learning how to live with each other. It just happens to be post-apocalyptic. But I really like the idea of a lighthearted post-apocalyptic thing. I also
2: like the idea of using the apocalypse as a way to talk about relationships. Like, it's Very much. It's really just about people trying to understand what other people are like. Yeah. And to try and repair relationships. And Yeah. Yeah. It's basically therapy in a world where a virus has killed 99% of the people.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah such a funny show. So well written. That first season is amazing.
3: Yeah. I I blew through that. I I loved it so much. I remember me and you talking about the thing where he shows back up pretending to be his twin brother. (laughs) 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 They slam the door in his face. Uh, (laughs) Thank God, people. (laughs) (laughs) People. (laughs) My name is Mike. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's very funny. Uh, I I love Will Forte. Great show.
1: Yes. Yeah. It's a fantastic show. That's a good pick. Travis, what's your first pick? I'm
2: going to go with Cormac McCarthy's The Road.
1: The Road. Mm. The most. Another comedy. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Another. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) A movie that accurately describes what it is like to do comedy on the road. (laughs) It is 100% what it's like. Uh, I pick it because it's another, actually, it's the antithesis to Last Man on Earth, Yeah, but it is a relationship-based movie. It's about a father and his son going through a post-apocalyptic world, and what I love about it is they don't really tell you what happened. It's just everything and everybody is dead, and the earth is dying, and trees are falling over, and people are getting murdered and eaten, and um, you're either the good person carrying the fire, or you're the bad people, and- which yeah. Pretty good. I I love that I think about that movie a lot. I don't think I've ever seen the movie. Have you read the book? Yeah. I'm oh, you cu- would you would
3: love the movie. I'm
1: curious to read the book. I've never read the book. I've only seen the oh, movie. Oh.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and I know people that like one and not the other in both ways.
1: Wow, Chris L says I found that book to be
3: literally unreadable. I have heard that too, Chris. Mm. But I know people that love uh, the book, don't like I the movie, and right. vice versa.
2: Well, yeah. I, I I'm gonna challenge the use of the word literally in that uh in that sense, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I think maybe maybe it didn't appeal to you, but I think right. it was literally readable. Right. Was my guess. Well, you might yeah. be
3: dyslexic, so it's true. You know, I don't
2: know your story, Chris. <laughs> this <laughs>
3: book is literally unreadable.
1: <laughs> I have a huge problem. You meant literature. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Also, I never learned to read is part of the problem. <laughs> so hard. That's
0: why I found it yeah. to be unreadable. <laughs>
1: In the book's defense, yeah, yeah, the <laughs> cover- I just went to a bad school. I loved the cover
2: photo. I thought that was awesome, and then it lost me after that. I really don't know what happened.
1: That's a good pick. My first pick. Let's hear it. This is everyone who listens to this podcast must see this pick coming because I talk about this movie so much.
2: Purple Rain.
1: Purple <laughs>
0: Rain. Gremlins 2. Right? <laughs>
1: Snowpiercer. Oh! I fucking love Snowpiercer. Divisive movie, I feel. It is a yeah. divisive movie. I haven't a seen it. Good movie. I mean, it's got um, really great reviews. It's a uh, cool cast. Yeah, really good cast. And it's. It's an interesting concept. Humanity all lives on one train now. Right. Because we tried some chemtrail hoo-ha to fix global warming. And made it global cooling. And we made it global cool, baby. Yeah. Oh.
2: Yeah. 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 So now that's a
3: great idea. And there's
2: literally a class system in that yeah. the back of the train is the poor people. Right. The middle of the train's the middle class, and the ruling
1: class is in the engine. Yep. Wow. Yeah. And it's uh yeah, it, it turns into a fight where the the lower class is trying to get to the front of the train right. to get to the ruling class. and it's uh, it's a, by a South Korean director. What's his name? sure. yeah, yeah. yeah try even, it. I would love to not see even that Try it. but he's, <laughs> he's the same director who did Okja, which is was maybe my favorite movie in 2017. Wow. Uh, if you haven't seen that, was that a horror movie? It's a Netflix movie. It's not really a horror movie. It's a. Um, I think i I think you told me about it. Yeah, it's yeah. Oakja is fantastic, and it's from the same uh, director who did Snowpiercer. Mm-hmm. And Snowpiercer just visually, it's fun to look at. It's. It's an,
2: about an RV filled with people. <laughs> it's got a very motify
1: follows. Tilda Swinton is in it, and she is fantastic. She's in it too
2: because she's in Snowpiercer.
1: Right, yeah. Oh, sorry, in... I thought you were talking about... No, she sorry. is in both. She's in yeah. Okja and oh. Snowpiercer. And huh. in Snowpiercer, she, she's one of my favorite characters in that movie. She's got so many great lines. Right. There's one line that I throw at people all the time that no one gets, which is, This is size 10 chaos! Because there's this scene where she's giving a speech and someone throws a shoe at her. And she picks it up and goes, "This is size ten chaos." Wow, I love saying that. Yeah. And the, and everyone's like, "What?" The train is like literally worshipped
2: by the people, right? Because it's like if the what, they have like a mantra that they say, oh, "If the engine stops, we all freeze and die." Kind of right. thing. Right. And, and yeah.
1: they they do this that that thing, this little hand motion, and you never find out what that means until the end of the movie, and it's very bad uh. what it means. I mean, oh, it's not God. that bad. Like that's the thing that you get to the end of the movie, and it's like. One of those kids has to do that, man. Society's gotta survive.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but I'll You I'll should find watch it. Out. It's good.
1: I it's liked a good it. movie. And
2: it's based on a graphic novel. Based on a true story.
1: Uh, oh yeah. Graphic- <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was one of those things. True story. <laughs> awesome. So that is my first pick. Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer, Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer. Snow Piercer. Snow piercer.
3: Snow piercer. I think Rosemary called it and is demanding money from the fans. Oh, no. really? Yeah. What,
1: she, there it is. What? Yeah, yeah, she did. She called it. Good job, Rosemary Bait. Uh, Snowpiercer is okay,
2: says Big Meek.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, these yeah. guys are the best. All right. Uh who's going first? That's Johnny John Boy. John Boy. John,
3: what's your next pick? Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and throw Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Very nice. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Is that the most recent one? No, no that's no. the Four. second to most yeah. Um, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, I feel like is um, which one has Franco? The first one. Which first, so is this is the non. Rise. This is
2: the non-Franco. This is
3: the first one without Franco. Oh
2: man, it's, that's a tough. That's a post-apocalyptic world right there. <laughs> first monkey movie without Franco. Well, it's mm,
3: you know, yeah. it's it's also I think unique in a post-apocalyptic movie that it is showing that even though we've started destroying ourselves, we're still doing it and making it worse and worse. And I just feel like it's a great commentary about how we really are actually what, a lot of these post-apocalyptic movies are like you know it's happened it's done with what are you gonna do now this right. one is still kind of like you could make it better
2: i love, <laughs> I love your most post-apocalyptic bo- movies like yeah what are you gonna do
3: yeah
2: the world's over what
1: are you gonna do yeah eh, eh,
3: and i mean forget about it it's just it's it's a, uh, you know uh that all that great CGI acting is just a whole new thing. Yeah, it's, is Andy Circus every yeah. monkey again? No, he's Caesar. Yeah, he's just Caesar. And um,
2: oh wait, Judy, what's her face is one of them. Judy Greer is one of the monkeys. Sure, is she sure the again.
3: orangutan? I don't know. I don't know. All I know um, is that
2: she did it because her husband likes the Planet of the Apes movies and she's like, I want to be in it. And they're like, All we have is a monkey
3: role. Yeah, I think that she's whole like, I, I think, think that whole trilogy monkey. really uh just did something amazing. Yeah with, with the whole thing. It's a great trilogy. Interesting.
1: I and liked War for the Planet of the Apes. A that's little the better. one that came out. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. it's yeah, they're all so great.
3: Yeah, yeah, I mean that one that one that was a tough call between those two because I mean that one has Woody Harrelson. Yeah. And, but this one has uh Gary Gary Oldman. Oldman. Gary Oldman. Gary yeah. Oldman? And is yeah. this the one with the is Golden he a monkey? Gate?
1: No. Oh. Is this the one with the Golden Gate Bridge fight scene, or is that the? Yes, fight? it yeah. is. Oh yeah,
3: yeah. That's that's kind of why it's it's. Oh, it's- this
1: was the that was the year where every
2: big movie had like a Golden Gate scene in it.
3: Yeah, this is also really? the first movie yeah, I like saw. Like the Godzilla reboot had, a, oh, yeah. had a, you know, like
2: everything destroyed or had I a fight the on the Godzilla it, yeah. reboot so
3: much. This is the first movie I saw in L.A. and I saw it in Burbank at like a big theater or whatever. You know, just a regular AMC theater. But everybody applauded. Shout out
2: to AMC 16. The,
3: everybody applauded at the end, and I was like, "This is a regular Hollywood movie. It's not like The King's Speech or something."
2: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like people applauded. Oh my God, <laughs> Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, King Speech. speech. <laughs>
0: Caesar's speech. <laughs>
2: no.
3: What's human bad. I can't
2: can, can, can speak.
3: But yeah. I, Keep I lo- calm. <laughs> carry on. I do love all, of those, Keep all calm three of those movies. and monkey on. And uh, I, 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 I don't know. I feel like they just talk about our current demise in a very real way. Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I fucking love that whole trilogy. Yeah. Good pick. All right. Travis. Up to me now, huh? Well. Let's see. I
2: gotta go with the happy movies. So, uh, I'm gonna keep that train rolling and Yeah, pick Children of Men. That's an upbeat one.
3: Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, one of the most inventive post-apocalyptic <sighs> ideas.
2: I love it so much.
3: It's fucking great. It's
2: so many amazing things in it. I love Clive Owen, or Clint Warren, as he's known. Two people who know my reference. Um... <laughs> 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 uh... I love that movie. It's really great. The concept and we, we are we are we am i spoiling it if like I now that it? movie's like
3: 10 years yeah old. it's yeah old.
2: the idea of it is uh no one's having children anymore that uh we have become sterile as a population and uh movie starts off with the youngest person in the world dying and he's like 20 something so he's not even young anymore yeah and um you
1: hear that millennials
2: yeah you're all gonna <laughs> die by the way, uh, starting a millennial uh, retirement home called Hashtags. You can come <laughs> to it.
3: <laughs>
2: we have uh, rooms set up just for Instagram. Um...
3: <laughs> Sorry, i big, went yeah. big Instagram
2: <laughs> yeah, so you can see yeah. it. Yeah, it's great. Uh, so the, everyone's dying, but then uh, some woman is miraculously pregnant and they have to get her to this cargo. Uh, medical freighter and it's just kind of almost a heist movie uh trying to get this rare commodity out of danger and to places where someone can that's kind of all post-apocalypse movies right where you have the thing that everyone's after and you have to protect it from the invading hordes
3: yeah yeah i think they kind of explored that in land of the dead and some stuff like kind of all
2: all of them when you think about it because otherwise i got the thing because otherwise, otherwise, you're just like, yeah, I mean, the world's over, but it's cool, man. I got a place. I got the best place I've ever had. Yeah, it, you can't, know? it
3: can't be a bonfire for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> you know?
2: uh, but Children of Men, the story is really cool. The visuals of the, I mean, there's just some amazing camera work in that yeah. movie. Uh, there's one particular car chase scene. The way they did it, it's actually the car has no roof, and then they digitally put a roof in it later, which explains how the
3: all that stuff happens. Oh. It's
2: pretty cool. Mm. Um one of the, my favorite scenes ever in a kind of action scene is somebody gets shot and blood splatters on the camera and stays on the camera for like the rest of the battle. Oh yeah. It's wow. a cool like, yeah, I like scene. That. And then there's one part where Clive Owen I think really breaks his ankle like I think he really steps on something he didn't mean to step on and then he yeah. has a limp for the rest of the movie <laughs>
3: it's, it's, it's definitely great that it it, it uh, captures um, the chaos in a very visceral right. way yeah
2: it's really cool so uh, I'm big big fan of that movie Jacob the Hodge says
1: children of men is the best movie ever shout out to my buddy
3: Jacob the it's Hodge it's pretty
1: fucking great yeah
3: um, I didn't know a damn thing when I went to see it, and, uh, God, I loved it so much. Yeah.
2: <laughs> About the movie. <laughs> I went to this movie, I didn't know
3: shit. No, in life. I mean. I went in a boy and came out a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I came out a children of man. <laughs> um, you're up next, right?
1: I am up next. My next pick, this is a classic, Escape from New York. Oh, yeah. Snake Plissken. Snake Plissken. God's I sake. fucking, it's one of my favorite concepts for a post-apocalypse movie. I just love the idea of New York just being a big fucking prison, yeah. colony with guards surrounding it. I love the idea that a terrorist crashes the plane into New York, yeah. Which uh, that came out wrong. Wow, <laughs> yeah, yeah, would be recreated later, uh, yeah. sometime in the early two thousands. <laughs> That's where they got the idea. <laughs> <laughs> <was just> <laughs>
2: But uh, <laughs> they were watching it. <laughs> oh, my God, you guys. What if? I Hear know. me out. Hear me out. <laughs> Let's skip the snake, Blitzkin stuff.
1: <laughs> Buildings, though. And it's just, I watched it again today. Has anyone uh, this side of Slick Rick ever worn a fucking eye patch better than Kurt Russell in Escape from New York? The uh, dwarf from the ghetto boys. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. Bushwick mm, Bill. Bushwick okay. Bill, yeah. Uh, weirdly not from Brooklyn. He's huh, from interesting. Texas. Yeah, yeah, it is weird. Don't don't uh, use that name. It confuses us. Yeah. I can't tell him what to do. I it's don't know just why that I good
3: that. Uh, John Carpenter style yeah. of, of, like, they live. It's just like it's got this trashy. Oh, they live is solid, but it's yeah. not post apocalyptic. But you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's yeah. got that trashy, depressing, very 80s. Yeah, it's
2: got that 80s angst to it and that, like, 80s excess to it at the same time. Yeah. You know? yeah.
3: yeah, very much. Like the bad guys in Robocop. Yeah, I'd <laughs> buy like that the, for a dollar. You're do like the worst people of all time. <laughs> yeah. you know?
2: Bitches,
1: leave. That's my favorite line in Robocop, <laughs> by the way,
2: where he just tells the women
1: to leave. <laughs> yeah. This is the uh, opening theme to- uh, Oh, fuck yeah. And just visually and the way the music sounds, this it kind of sounds like a- uh, Is this a John Carpenter original? It sounds like a Law and Order- Like spin-off It's got to be an original Yeah, it's got to be JC on the the keys, right? Like it's got that Law & Order font Yeah It does Oh my god I noticed that when I was watching it today I was like, is this Is this like Escape from New York SVU?
3: (laughs) Oh man, that is so good This is
1: not appropriate intro music for this movie Whatsoever Today, we're going to be playing the soft jams of John Carpenter.
3: Yeah. Uh, Ernest
1: Borgnine is in? Yeah, he is. He's way, way in it. Donald Pleasance. That I checks out. Love yeah, Donald yeah. Pleasance. That's always a good sign, Donald Yeah, that sounds Pleasance like it's enough. the
3: end of the world, but we're still
1: fucking. It's yeah. the
3: end of <laughs> yeah. the world.
1: It's the end of the world. We might as well bone. Mm. Uh, that's what i'm looking forward to yeah
3: yeah yeah
1: escape from new york i love the scene when they have the president against the wall and they're shooting at him and they make him say you're the duke of new york you're a number one (laughs) a number one hell yeah cute in post-apocalyptic terms that's
2: the best you can be yeah probably
1: yeah Yeah. so yeah escape from new york i like it what is your next pick john boy this is uh, yeah, it's weirding me out that we're yeah. not going in oh, oh any of it's that. going this way. It's yeah, it's, it's still circling.
2: It's just not circling the way you want. Right. That's what I meant. <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna guess Waterworld. Did I nail it?
3: <laughs> no, aspect? no. Um I'm gonna throw out uh twenty eight days later. Very nice. Ooh,
2: solid the reinvention of the zombie movie.
3: Yes. Yeah, and definitely uh I would say the reinvigoration. Of the zombie movie, mm-hmm. I don't think you would have a Dawn of the Dead remake without Twenty Eight Days Later. Are you? And yeah, the
2: Dawn of the Dead remake is pretty solid. It's ex- excellent. Yeah, it's only Zack Snyder film I really like. To it's be honest, it's so fucking good. Uh, oh, I don't like the zombie baby. That's the only part I don't
3: like. No, and the new metal at the end is pretty hard to take. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. don't need to end it. it. Down and, with and, a you don't need to end any movie ever. But it's, I think it's. No.
2: It's playing off of the Richard Cheese version that they have in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: save it for the middle of the credits at the end. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's my thing. Don't end the movie because now I'm walking out of the theater with "Down with the Sickness." Yeah, playing. but in like 2003,
2: yeah. you were like, "No, that's cool. We still like nope, this band." I was not. Uh, yeah, in 2003, I was, I was, I was as, like,
1: "Really?" We as yeah. we
2: as a society that the was so- popular. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're yeah. right.
3: Yeah, um, we
2: we as discerning people were like, "No, thank you." But yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. and that really showed how into like the mainstream zombie you know shit got was that you could play a a, a a big new metal song at the end of a zombie right. movie you know what I mean but 28 days later it was again sort of like Children of Men I think it captured the, the chaos the intensity right. of it it was the digital filming on digital made it like
2: just the impressiveness of making London look that empty yeah when you know it was yeah. like you know you only had 20 minutes to get that yeah. shot you and know?
3: starting starting with the church like there's nowhere safe here this is a nightmare right um, you know, oh jeez,
2: father, I shouldn't have done that. You know what
3: I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's so it's so good. Um, Killian or Sillian? How do you say that guy's name? I always say Killian, but I don't know if I'm. I nice. always said
2: Sillian. Yeah, and I've, I get corrected whichever one I do. So Killian Sillian Murphy. That was my first
3: introduction yeah. to him. Yeah. Just,
1: yeah, what a creep that guy is. Just, what. Well, just in the face. Oh, like oh was, yeah. Oh, I thought. Yeah, no. I probably, know, yeah, but, he yeah.
3: desperately wanted to be Batman, and that's how he got Scarecrow. Oh, really? Yeah, he wanted to be Batman so hard.
1: He would have been a good Batman. Yeah. I'd have been into
3: that. But, uh. Hey,
1: listen, I'm Batman, okay? I'm <laughs> fucking Batman, <laughs>
3: get over it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, I think still of all of the, the, uh, the newer zombie movies that came out in the, you know, mid, early 2000s, it's still the best. That movie was unreal. The twist with, uh, just like the final sanctuary thing and it's still not a sanctuary right. i mean that
2: and the twist is that the ending wasn't the original ending
3: I don't yeah know, if you know
2: that but like that's all put in later uh the, that original ending was much bleaker and yes. much 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 more depressing
3: wow yeah. yeah
2: so that that thing that you see at the end is uh literally stitched together and has a couple of put-in shots
3: yeah i think it's pretty much a favorite of of anybody that was like of i guess my generation oh yeah it's uh, everybody fucking loved that movie or sure. had like a poster of that movie. It was
2: Although, uh, what was it? Uh, Shaun of the Dead had like a fucking jab at it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah that, towards the end of Shaun of the Dead when they go. And the fact that, uh, you know, that zombies were caused by rage was found out to be
1: total
0: bullshit. And they <laughs> like changed the <laughs> <I know. laughs> Yeah. That,
1: yeah. That's a that's a great pick. Travis. Uh, what yeah. do you got next? You know what I got to
2: go with? Uh, For those of you who know me, I have to pick this movie. Oh, yes. Blade Runner. Blade. Gotta pick the Blade Runner. Runner. Now, I believe, um, Fahey here, believed that that was not a post-apocalyptic
3: movie. I thought it was dystopian.
2: I'd argue that most post-apocalypses don't have a utopian outcome. I
3: would, I would <laughs> yeah, say, but I just thought it was like things went wrong. I didn't realize there was the nuclear stuff.
2: Well, in the book there is. It's implied in the movie. It's not really said. But uh, the main backstory of Blade Runner is uh, the year is 2017. Richard Decker is a uh, detective for the, okay, I don't, <laughs> people don't like it when I do this. But uh, one of the backstories that you don't really get in the movie but is part of the story is that the whole reason replicants exist is that Earth has become too toxic for humans to live on. There's this, like, toxic radioactive dust that covers everything, makes people sterile, makes everything terrible. So they create the replicants to make them go live on other worlds to, like, set up other worlds so that that's where people – they're basically robo-slaves in the future so that they can go and do the work that humans can't do and – that's their whole reason for it and that's why they revolt and kind of want to be thought of as people. So, yeah. uh I love Blade Runner because Blade Runner is a movie I think about all the time. Uh there's so many layers to it depending on what cut you've seen because there's like seven different cuts. Yeah. Um, I just saw
3: it for the first time. Which one? The original.
2: But which cut? There's seven. Cuts. Ooh. Did did Harrison Ford do a voiceover or was there no voiceover? There was no voiceover. Did you think he was a robot at the end, or were you kind of not sure?
3: You thought he was a robot.
2: Then you saw, I think, the final cut, which I believe right. is the one that. What a fucking
1: it- nightmare! Yeah, yeah. Somebody had uh, the <laughs> Blu-ray that
3: had all of the cuts on it, yeah. and um, but uh, I heard that guys that that repli- the bad replicants whole monologue was improvised.
2: Uh, it was written. Rutger Hauer wrote that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is, uh, yeah, yeah. It's an incredible monologue. Oh yeah.
3: It, I mean, it really time to
2: die. It yeah. really ties the whole movie together. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 seriously. Yeah, it's the it's the it's the Big Lebowski
3: rug of that movie. It really yeah, ties I mean, like, if yeah, I'm Rutger Howard, I'm gonna be like, so I'm the actor on this because <laughs> I think I, I, think I just I think I just kind of nailed it think for you. I just, guys. I, think <laughs> I give you an ending.
2: So Oscar, now or how does this work? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean,
3: the, the that line about. Um, Tears in the Rain? No, the seeing the wars on the moons of Saturn. All that
2: shit he says is so amazing. Yeah. God, it's so good. But now it's lost forever, like Tears in the Rain. And
3: the sequel does capture the vibe perfectly, in my opinion.
2: I'm not going to get into my opinion of a sequel because I've done it a few times now, especially on some Unpopped other podcasts. I have opinions. I think it's worth seeing. But I'm not going to put it on my list because we have other movies to get to.
3: I just think the vibe is, is accurately nailed. <laughs> I'm not. And I Do you I'm, think the vibe is accurately nailed or no? I think. Because John just thinks the vibe is accurately nailed. Just the vibe. Nailed. I think it takes place
2: in an alternate universe. I'm
3: talking about vibes.
2: <laughs> <The> vibe? <laughs> that's where. It, sure. Yeah. Vibe. Nailed the vibe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's all we want. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yes and yes and yes god damn it Travis Oh <laughs> uh, that's a good pick. Blade Runner's a fucking classic. You know what's not a classic is uh, my next pick. Oh I don't, uh, I don't know. Oh I don't I do. Know. I don't know how many people have heard of it. I've heard of it. It was a little CBS television show called Jericho. Skeet Ulrich Vehicle. Skeet Ulrich. <laughs> Seriously? Poor yeah. man's Johnny Depp. Sure. Yeah. Oh, I fucking loved Jericho. It only lasted 5 seasons? Didn't it last for a while? It lasted, I believe, 1 and then they had this big fucking letter writing campaign uh and the fans like basically forced CBS to bring it back. No shit. And they only brought it back for like 7 episodes. What that, year are we talking?
2: This was 10 years ago, mid 2000s. Huh. Yeah.
1: But it's a fascinating story. It's uh basically the United States has been hit with a bunch of small tactical nuclear strikes all around the country Wow as opposed to one devastating strike that kills everybody That's brilliant and it kind of it separates for one thing you uh, I don't think you ever find out who actually pulled off the bombing so it's kind of a mystery in that way and then with the way the bombings happened it kind of divides the United States Uh in this way where each segment has their own government and one of the one of the the two spots go to war at the end and it's just such a fucking i don't i i don't understand how it didn't last more than a season or two and then there's a big dome right and yeah. then they drop a dome giant over the dome top over of it. it yeah no that's not true
2: no was,
3: that's under the dome that was
1: uh another <laughs>
2: that's a real show don't make that face that's a real no, show they you're saying that. <laughs> i was
3: like i was like oh you had me until the dome the dome yeah. is a real show i believe you
1: based yeah Based
3: on a stephen king novel huh yeah
1: and Rosemary B. says, if they're including TV, I'm shocked he didn't say Handmaid's Tale. I don't think that's an apocalypse movie. No, that's just shitty that's people just, in charge. That's dystopian. That's, <laughs> like, that's dystopian, you know, that's dystopian yeah. because there's no apocalyptic event that killed a lot of people. Right. The United States just right. becomes an oppressive government.
3: Oh, she says population collapse seems to count.
1: Uh, Don't sass me. Right. Okay. Comment section, please. <laughs> um, but yeah i fucking loved jericho i think it's probably you can still probably catch it streaming somewhere blow through a season shout out to my buddy robbie thompson who wrote some
2: of those episodes oh really yeah very nice Nice.
1: yeah and they uh they they had this gag with peanuts that ended up playing into the final episode and oh i missed like charlie brown yeah. Yeah. <laughs> da, 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 yeah, that's how it ends, They're yeah. doing the fucking
2: dance. Yeah. Like- <laughs> and it turns out Pigpin dropped a dirty bomb.
3: That's Whoa-ho! my fucking time. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> There's a gag with peanuts?
1: Like <laughs> peanuts you eat, not the no
3: Oh, there was an allergy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's what started to apocalypse everyone yes. out. Yeah. The,
2: yeah. the year is twenty seventeen. Yeah.
3: Too many people have had peanuts.
1: <laughs> we were just trying to end peanut allergies. Yeah. We dropped a few nukes. Yeah. yeah. They, gave, they, they gave they
3: give Mr. Peanut a little Hitler mustache.
2: <laughs> and then you don't know if he's a robot or not. That's the thing. It's like yeah. oh, it depends on what
1: cut you saw. <laughs>
0: if he's a replicant.
1: <laughs> <laughs> peanut runner, you didn't see it? Super, super solid movie. But yeah, I love Jericho. Super underrated. Shout out to that. Show. Shout I would.
3: Out. I would. I would love to watch that show.
1: Yeah, it's good. I'm sure it's streaming somewhere. What are you doing after this?
3: Do you guys want to watch all it? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, laughs>
1: let's watch. Let's binge. the network network show. So there's only 22 episodes. Yeah, so perfect. Binge perfect. it. No yeah, problem. Yeah. Well, you crash on the couch if you get tired. And it's a it's
2: an hour long, so it's really 45 minutes. So you're only really looking at wow. about like 18 hours. Yeah, it's it only change. gonna be like yeah. a day of yeah. nice. life.
1: Okay. Let's yeah. do it. I'm in. All right. John Fahey, what's your next Johnny pick? on the spot? What you got?
3: Um, everybody's gonna be mad. I don't really care. Uh, I stand by it. Terminator Salvation.
2: Wow. I'm not gonna say I'm mad because I'm trying not to be that guy, but I am surprised <laughs> by so, that. Pick. So you're suppressing <laughs> your emotions. I'm suppressing. I'm trying to be understanding of other. Well, I, I always
3: loved Terminator Salvation because I feel like it was. At, uh, it was delivering on the promise in terminator 2 of seeing all that shit after judgment day which is what i always wanted to see. Sarah Connor Chronicles. I never watched it. Oh, Summer Glow. Never watched That's it. That's my stuff. Um i i i i i think terminator salvation is one of the most underrated big movies. I, I just really loved, think it's
2: great. I loved it for Christian Bale's Fucking yelling at the, oh, yeah. the DP that See, That's
3: great. my favorite. That was great. Yeah. People get really mad at me for liking that movie. I don't know. I think it's got great action sequences. I like that they're uh, still didn't, p-
2: I didn't take you for a Mick G apologist. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Do you think that I like that I like a movie made by a guy named Mick G? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't, st- like I don't it. know your backstory. I don't like it. <laughs> Um, I really, I really enjoy it. I feel like it, it's um, the only Terminator movie that's actually post-apocalyptic, even though the whole thing is based on being post-apocalyptic. Yeah, that's true.
2: Right, because it's the only, it's the first one where we see it in that time and not. There's nobody no- coming there's back no- to our there's time. There's
3: nothing about preventing Judgment Day. Judgment Day's happened. You right. know what I mean. All you're doing is I, I agreed with you. I don't know why you're so mad. No, no, no I'm just saying there's not, there's not, <laughs> there, and there's not even a thing about sending somebody back in time. It's just about. Aren't they,
2: are they working on it? Isn't that where they try and the, disrupt? Well, they,
3: they meet Kyle Reese and all that shit, oh, but right. but you don't see anything but trying to fight Terminators after Skynet goes live. All and right. I, I'm I'm all about that. Uh, just all about. Is it your
2: favorite Terminator movie? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That would have been weird. Yeah. <laughs> you would have really painted me into a corner. No, I just was curious. Look. You I'm, would have been whispering about me for a like, I His
0: favorite Terminator is four.
2: Not. <laughs> I haven't even seen Genesis, so I couldn't judge
0: it I haven't either. I
3: haven't either. Yeah. I haven't either. I
2: don't know if there's a worse movie than Salvation.
3: I don't know. Hmm. Oh, these guys do not like
0: it. Oh wait 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 wait. <laughs> <No. laughs> Homerostasis.
1: Somebody- Homer Oste- <laughs> <says> Terminator <laughs> Salvation is one of my guilty pleasures. It's
3: good. It's it is a guilty pleasure because everybody talk liked- about unpopular opinion. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know. I know. I really, I really like it. I feel like Bryce Dallas Howard really nailed it. Listen, if we stay <laughs> the, yep. you know I mean? the course, we are all dead. You know what I mean? What's up? If we stay the course, we are all dead. You know what I mean? That's, that's Here's my
2: problem with that. It was a little matrix-y. Like they caught like a matrix looking robot and like tried to reprogram it and
3: you Yeah. Know, I'm not okay. It's it's um I'm I, glad you liked it. I I'm glad did. you liked it. I liked the infiltrating terminator. I liked all that stuff. I was I was really into well, so it.
2: hold on. Don't don't no not everybody knows. Not everybody's
3: <laughs> not everybody <laughs> saw McGee's Terminator. <laughs> yeah, not, everybody <laughs> saw. not everybody
2: knows about Sam Worthington's turn as a secret terminator. <laughs> we only know him as a giant. I think blue they man. gave
3: it up in the trailer. When Christian Bale's like, you think you're human? Uh, I'm Christian Bale, I can't stop doing the Batman voice. He was riding high at that time. Yeah, for for
0: sure.
2: How did you mean that?
3: Oh, when he was up in the sky screaming. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I like you, but you suck. What did he say?
2: Look, I'm sure you're a great guy, I hope you have a great (laughs) holiday, but fuck you!
1: Hope you have a great
3: holiday. <laughs> I think
2: he said that, right? Yeah, I think he said. I so. like those outtakes, and I
3: like the movie. Just like I like the the yelling outtakes from I Heart Huckabee's as much as I like. I the feel movie. like
2: those are staged. I don't want to get off on a tangent, but I think those are those are churched up for it the was an inside job. I think so. <laughs> it's my job. <laughs> David O. Russell, Inside Man. <laughs> um, up for me, my pick. What is it? I'm going to go ahead and go with uh, the Mad Max reboot of Fury Road. Fury Road, solid action movie, great mostly practical effects. Although the Warner tried to tell you, like, oh, everything you see really happened, and no, it didn't. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of things that were put in
0: later.
3: Right,
2: but there's a lot of really cool things. A lot of retelling of story points from the other. Uh, Mad Max movies. I will argue, and I don't know how unpopular of an opinion this is. It is the best Mad Max movie to date. I'd say I like it better than oh, Thunderdome. Yeah, uh, I like it better than although Thunderdome is pretty great. But I'm yeah. gonna go with Fury Road. Uh, just so many great things and so many iconic, new iconic moments in there, and yeah. um, great performances.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I loved, uh, I loved, I loved the new Mad. I love the new Mad Max. Yeah. Tom yeah. Hardy. I love yeah. Tom Hardy. It's like yeah. I grew up when we didn't all hate Mel Gibson, thinking of Mel Gibson as always being Mad Max. And so when he when he wasn't gonna be Mad Max, I was like, Oh, I really wanted to see like an old grizzled Mad Max. Yeah.
3: And- I feel like that movie too is just like such it was I at the time such like a it was just a different movie-going experience because it was so much visual candy up front. Oh, it yeah. just
2: kicked you in the dick from, yeah. the, from the moment you got in the theater, and it didn't stop. And yeah, it kept getting tons of adrenaline. Yeah, loved it. Yeah, yeah. bunch of women f- fucking
1: <laughs> <laughs> sucking their milk out and feeding it to people as food, and I, I, I like that he had it, he had his wife edit that movie also, right? Did he? he? Th- yeah but it was I believe it was his wife, and it was kind of the same reason as she had never like she's a film editor right, but she had never done an action movie, and that movie is so like it's there's so many women in that movie, and it's such a w- female driven movie yeah he was like, a woman should edit this yeah and it like it it i think gave it like a really interesting it literally is a woman driven yeah. movie in that yeah
2: Sure, leaves their own drives a truck. Drives. Yeah, yeah. She
1: drives a big old
2: fucking truck. Yeah, woman driving movie. Yes, <laughs> the yeah. scariest of all with with women inside like a tankard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking love that movie. I will so say much. my main plot point with that is how are those young women that attractive with there's very little food and water around? They all looked very exercised. Yeah, uh,
1: nothing tastes better than. Mama's good, milk. milk. <laughs> yeah, that's true yeah. nothing tastes oh. as good yeah. as the apocalypse feels that's <laughs> yeah that's a that's a fantastic pick obviously uh all right my next pick i don't know how people are gonna feel about this i haven't seen this one really right i know what it is but i haven't yeah. seen it have you seen it no oh wow it's a movie uh I'm i'm going with 10 cloverfield lane which is the sequel to cloverfield it's a sequel to cloverfield uh in theory and in name or it's happening like at the same time kind of thing from what i've always understood is the movie was not intended to be a cloverfield sequel they just kind of after it was done somehow the name cloverfield ended up on it Mm. but it's uh it's like a psychological thriller basically John Goodman has uh Mary Elizabeth Winstead locked in his basement he finds her after a car accident she wakes up chained up in his basement and uh, she wants to get out and he's like, no, it's the apocalypse out there. I don't you must not have heard what's happening but none of us can go outside and it turns into this like almost like Hitchcock kind of thing where you're like, is there really an apocalypse happening or yeah. did he just kidnap her and huh. it uh does not go the way you expect. Is
2: this a Javram's
1: yeah. joint? So yeah. so it he wasn't planning but he he did I don't I don't think he I think he just produced it. Oh, I don't he know the direct directed Got it. I you. don't remember. Hmm. But uh, yeah, we went. Me and Jeff went to see it the day uh, Batman versus Superman came out. Mm. Or
2: well, you you chose right yeah, wisely. Yeah, we, yeah
1: because we questioned the decision at the time because Ten Cloverfield Lane had been out for a while. But it's it's a really great and it's uh, as far as post apocalyptic movies go, it's not uh, anything like any other apocalypse movie because for one thing, most of it. Up until the end, just takes place in this guy's like bomb shelter. So are you just
2: watching two people for the majority of the movie. Three people. Okay. There's
1: he later. We find out he's got a guy locked up down there also, and you're never really sure if like the guy's working with him or. Oh. Him. And then
2: Bruce Willis shows up, and it turns out to be right, a sequel sure. to Unbreakable. Yes, got yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome.
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, John it's... has no idea what that reference is. <laughs> no. <was. laughs>
3: no. But uh then the dead guy stands up and you're like is that jigsaw what the <laughs> fuck
1: Uh yeah it's uh you know it's not anything like the first Cloverfield movie if you've seen the first Cloverfield movie which I fucking loved also
3: And it's not even tied to it in any noticeable way that you can tell in the film
1: I mean it's called 10 Cloverfield Lane but there's no like the Cloverfield monster was one very specific type of Got it. Monster. And the monsters in this are completely different. I mean, I'm kind of giving the ending the away. The monsters by, in this were us. By calling uh. by calling this a post-apocalypse movie, I'm kind of giving the ending away. Sure. But it's uh like the the monsters and everything are different, but it, it's just uh interesting. They just they just kind of made it a Cloverfield movie right. and it fucking worked because the Cloverfield universe is so mysterious anyway. Like there was all that shit. In the trailers leading up to Cloverfield, that's not in the movie. Like all the mm-hmm. shit about the slush show, and it's like, you know, who knows what the Cloverfield universe is anyway? Yeah. So it, I fucking love that movie.
2: Yeah. Really good. Well, I feel like after Jericho, we gotta watch this. Yeah. This is the next. Uh, right. On the
3: yeah. Queue, right?
1: We're gonna be here a long, Ooh. long yeah. time. All right. Final pick, John. Final pick, John. My
3: final pick is Omega Man.
1: Omega Man.
3: Omega Man based on I Am Legend.
1: Oh, wait. And, wait,
2: wait. I thought Omega Man was a video game.
3: Uh, yeah, Travis that's, also has I'm sorry, John. that's also true. Is it? That's also true. All right, right? Uh, well, I mean it's not just a uh, video game. Yeah, yeah. Omega Man was was um was uh Charlton Heston in like uh, late 70s early 80s yeah. and it was uh based on I Am Legend but they made it more of a nuclear thing instead of vampires or zombies. And uh, wait, this
2: predates the Mike Patton movie? What?
3: what? What's happening? Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about.
2: Uh, the I Am Legend, Mike Patton is the voice of all the monsters.
3: Uh, When was you that You mean made? the Will
2: Smith movie? Yeah. Well, it's a Mike
1: Patton movie to me. I didn't know that you was know. Mike Patton. Come on! Because <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking the the fucking guy from, what's the band? Faith No More. Same guy. Oh, okay. I
3: yeah. didn't know he was in that. He's
1: the voice of all the monsters in I Am Legend. Did not know that. Yeah.
3: Well, you, you know you can't who's call the voice that a of Mike Will Patton Smith movie. in that movie?
2: Mike I mean, Patton, Will, Will Smith. Smith. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean the one with the German Shepherd? I'm pretty sure. The German Shepherd movie. I'm pretty sure the voice of Will Smith <laughs> is played by L. Ron Hubbard, if I'm not mistaken.
3: Yeah, Ome- Omega Man. It just has that same kind of. When this movie? Uh, I don't it's in know. The 70s. It's late 70s, I okay, believe. Yeah, it way predates
1: the movie you're talking about. Yeah,
3: <laughs> but it's based on I Am Legend. Um, well, you
1: keep saying that. How can it be based on something? I Am something- Legend is like from the 50s. Yeah, that's a really, really, really old. Yeah, movie. Vincent. Oh.
3: Vincent Price was in a movie called The Last Man on Earth, which, which is the most. Wait, that's
1: your first pick.
3: That's a movie. The most faithful adaptation. <laughs> How of-
1: did this turn into <laughs> some Who's on Third shit I all of a know. sudden? The most, it's who's on earth is what we're playing. Yeah, who's left.
3: <laughs> the, uh, the most faithful adaptation of the book is uh, not the Will Smith or Mike Patton, depending on who he has the movie.
2: <laughs> that's the star of that movie to me.
3: Um, it's uh, Vincent Price's version called The Last Man on Earth. And the book is the best thing that's ever happened. <laughs> none, of, none of the movies live up to it. Wait, the, yeah, The book ever.
2: is the best thing that ever happened?
3: Yeah, it's a Twilight Zone Raider. It's, a, it's Matheson. Who wrote uh, the box and some of the best episodes of Twilight Zone ever? But it's uh, it's just it's great. It's got a killer twist. But the version that they that they tackle in Omega Man is a more nuclear one, and uh, the villain is this former television personality who's um, kind of converted by the apocalypse, and he's he's very much into reveling in the apocalypse and the end of civilized order. And he's one I think one of the best villains e- ever. Um, wow. You yeah. gotta see Omega Man, dude. Yeah, it's a good, right. it's a really
1: good movie. Okay, yeah, I, I you, no, you be... would
3: you would love it, and it's got that kind of escape from New York-y, trashy, post apocalyptic gotcha. vibe to it, but
2: with Charlton Heston.
3: With Charlton Heston, yeah. I I can't recommend it. Ooh, trashy Charlton Mm Heston. I'm
2: a Mexican. Uh, If you've never seen A Touch of Evil, that's my favorite Charlton Heston (laughs) line ever where he has to tell you he's Mexican. And it's not very convincing. Final pick for me. If you know me at all, you will not be surprised by this pick. I am going television, although it's not TV. It's HBO. Oh, The Leftovers. The Leftovers. Mm. Is without a doubt one of my favorite Stories in general, I think it's some of the best storytelling that's ever been put on to film, and uh, it's If you don't, a lot of people don't know the leftovers. A lot of people didn't. Get into it if you're not a lefty, uh, it's what we call ourselves. Um, <laughs>
1: Lefty's what we call ourselves. You know who else calls them that? What the people who write left handed? Oh, yeah. Oh man, I think I've been in the wrong chat room. <laughs> I think I have been talking. No
2: wonder no one seems that interested. Um, basically, an event happens where two percent of the world's population disappears, and no one understands why, no one understands where they went, how they went. And 2% of the world's population doesn't sound like it would be that much. It works out to be about 140 million people. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. And the entire world goes into chaos. And a lot of people develop very elaborate coping mechanisms. And as the seasons go on, there's only three seasons, so it's worth binging. Uh, and all season, uh, seasons are only 10 episodes each, except for the third season, which is only eight, so you can watch it in the weekend. Uh There's an ending that happens, and whatever your opinion is, whether the main character is lying or telling the truth, there's no right answer. It's just whatever you choose to believe. It really challenges the idea of what you choose to put faith in, what you choose to spend your life focusing on. And I fucking love it. And Damon Lindelof is uh, someone I greatly
1: admire, despite my opinion of how Lost ended. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen The Leftovers. I tried to watch the first season and couldn't get into it, and I felt like it got- I know a lot of people that feel yeah, that way. I've, I've heard that, and here's and it got bad reviews that first season, so it, I thought it was just going to be like a one and done And thing. that first season
3: is the book.
2: Yeah, the first season is the book, and the first season opens with this like very dramatic music, and it's the show hadn't really found itself, although I will say that it's still a really good adaptation of the book, mm-hmm. even though there's a lot of different things that are That have been changed.
3: I was still in, but the first season challenged me. The next two are far super. I would say the second season is some of the best television I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Season two
2: is completely, there is no source material, it's just telling a story. And season three is
1: trying to find a resolution to the unexplainable. I I like that. I like that it gets better when it goes away from the source material because that's usually not the way it works. Well, it's like those guys
3: from Lost, you know, doing what they want and they come up with some really fucking great stuff, man. I mean, really, like, I will watch two or three episodes from the second season of The Leftovers all the time on my own.
2: I just watched one today. I watched... uh, 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 international assassin. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. And the layering of things, like there are things that are background things that are said that aren't even said by main characters in episode one that ends up being a payoff in season three. Like it's, it's like unbelievable. Yeah, I really
1: want to watch. I I should I should start watching.
2: I uh, I recommend it. It's may not be your thing for a season, but it does get yeah Do worth do, worth. do
3: stick yeah. with it because, God, that second season is incredible. Really?
1: Yeah, I'll check it out. The leftovers, I knew that was coming. Yep, Travis can, yep. loves the leftovers. I can't stop talking about it.
2: That's great. And that was really a restrained version that I just gave
1: you. you I should sure still did. be talking about it. All right, for my last pick, this might be kind of left field in terms of post-apocalypse movies. This might be
2: a little bit Terminator Salvation-y. Yeah.
1: Well, no. <laughs> well, no, not that because it is a really good movie, uh, but it's uh, the Edge of Tomorrow. Which is the Tom Cruise movie? Have, has everyone seen Edge of Tomorrow? Yeah, I
2: have, but I get that one because conf- he did kind of two movies that to me felt similar. Is that the one where he's a clone and lives in the bubble ship, or is that the one that's like a video game?
1: What the fuck? <laughs> it's like Groundhog Oblivion. Day.
2: There's Oblivion. No, which th- was, th- this movie is like Groundhog right, Day, but I, I'm remembering now. There's Oblivion, which he did around this like a okay. year before this one. I don't remember and, that. So one. not that movie, right? And not
3: then, Cocktail. No, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's not Cocktail.
2: <laughs> Does he have talking about dreams? It's and, not, and, and no. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow, it's, it's like a video game. He keeps respawning every time he dies, right?
1: Right, right. Yeah. It's, well, it's like like Groundhog Day, basically. He keeps yeah. waking up and having to uh, go fight the same battle over and over again. Emily Blunt is in it. It's one of the most fucking entertaining movies I have ever seen. It's my favorite Tom Cruise movie. Yeah. And Clearly, you haven't seen Oblivion. Yeah, I have actually <laughs> seen Oblivion, and it is trash. Really? Yeah, I didn't like Oblivion. But Edge of Tomorrow is just so, from beginning to end, it's just such an entertaining, well done, it's funny, it's a funny movie. Don't yeah. we have a
2: Bill Paxton in it for a little bit? I don't uh, remember.
1: I, th- I think he's one of the
2: like drill instructors, isn't oh, he? Oh, yeah, he yeah, might right. be, yeah.
3: Screaming Game Over Man or something?
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just reprising that role over and over. <laughs> but if you remember the video <laughs> game, if you remember the plot, the aliens that they're fighting, like everywhere they had gone, humanity is wiped out. So it is. Yeah. It's it's still a post-apocalyptic thing. It just doesn't look like most post-apocalypse are movies. Are they on Earth
2: or where are they? They're on, they're on Earth.
1: I think so. Yeah. yeah.
2: They're not like on a colony planet?
1: I don't. Believe so. I mean, not that it matters. I'm just curious. Yeah, you yeah. have a lot of questions about this. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm, inter- I'm just interested. You know, it's, it's weird
2: too in because therapy—it's like, called upping the curiosity. It shows that you have an interest in your partner. I—I
3: oh, I yeah. have a weird thing where I, every Tom Cruise movie that comes out, I want to see it, and I don't. But when it came to Edge of Tomorrow, I was—I didn't feel like it was a Tom Cruise movie. I just felt like that's a cool movie. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. And it's—it doesn't disappoint. It's really fucking good.
1: Yeah. Okay. And uh live, die, repeat, right? Wasn't that the Yeah. Yeah, right. no, yeah. yeah that yeah. Was- and yeah, there's some people in the in the comments who feel it wasn't a post apocalypse movie. Well, what does aliens coming down to the earth and wiping out most of humanity? What is it if not a post apocalypse movie? Sounds like heaven. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. It
3: sounds like what we need right yeah, now. I'm yeah, I'm into it. But sounds like what this comment section needs. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Holy <laughs> shit. Shit. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I love you guys, d-
1: clearly. <laughs> but yeah, I fucking loved Edge of Tomorrow. Uh, it's one of my favorite movies. So yeah, damn it, that's my last. Pick. All right,
3: let's get mean. Let's. uh, uh
1: well, uh, let's get judicious. How about that? Get no, let's get
3: violent. <laughs> let's get spiteful. Yeah. <laughs> let's fight. All right,
2: so there goes the leftovers. Thanks. <laughs>
3: uh- <laughs> Uh, Somebody will bring it back.:
2: John, what do you want to cut? <laughs> no, no, they won't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, they definitely won't.
3: Um, I mean, no offense, but guys, I'm gonna have to cut something I haven't seen. All right. Um, I'm gonna say shit, uh, Jerica. Oh, oh, I haven't sure. seen it. Oh, fine. Oh my. I think the list is really strong. I gotta cut stuff I haven't seen.: That's fair. You're lost, pal.
1: <laughs>
2: shit, which means I have to now kill a thing you do <sighs> boy, yikes, yikes,, oh. uh, I guess if I had to get rid of one i'd have I haven't seen any of the new Planet of the Apes movies, so I have to get rid of dawn of the planet of the wow. Apes, wow, I have wow. to wow, wow.
3: that. Is really that a mistake. Hurts. Yeah, that even. Hurt. Why, that why
0: is... is it a mistake? <laughs>
3: <laughs> that is really. You it, are gonna that, pay yeah, for that. That is really ill advised on your
2: part. Wow, didn't wow it? I tried to pick the one that was the least offensive. Is what I tried to do. John is going to murder. Wow, you. this is exactly like how every relationship I have. I'm gonna try to do the thing <laughs> I think will at least hurt people. Oh,
1: it's the thing that people hated the most. Damn mm. it. <laughs> uh, I have got to cut. Oh. Mm-hmm. A, yeah, it gets this is really. I mean, yeah, yeah. we got to do Terminator Salvation. Right? Oh, for the love
3: of Christ! Yeah, how did you not see that one come? <laughs> I know. And you know what's fucked up is I put that on the list in place of Soylent Green, which is such <laughs> yeah. a stronger
0: pick. I just
2: That's like, way better. <laughs> it's I, so
3: much better.
2: I like that you said we have to get rid of Terminator Salvation, and you said <laughs> oh for the love of
0: Christ.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that little marrying of moments was pretty special to me. I am going to have oh, to wait. say, it's oh, me. it's, it's John. It's John. I'll take his pick. Uh, <laughs> no,
3: go ahead, buddy. Um, I'm gonna take out Cloverfield. I haven't seen it. No. All right. And I, I wow. feel I feel like more people like Snowpiercer than Cloverfield. I disagree, but they're both great because they're my picks. Well, somebody's gonna save one of your picks for sure. I don't oh. know. They're not going to save Terminator Salvation. <laughs> 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 I'm so on the island. I'm going to tell you right now, nothing could save Terminator Salvation. <laughs> 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 uh,
2: let's see. I'm going to have to... I mean, I, I, I do this because I haven't seen it, though I'm curious to see it. I have to get rid of Omega Man.
3: Ooh, okay. Wow. That's... Actually, what I was going to cut too,
1: just because I don't think it's going to win. That's that's what I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to give us the best. I
3: understand. I understand. Best chance for success. However, here. I think you personally mm-hmm. will truly love Omega Man.
2: Right, well, I'm going to check it out, even though it doesn't have Mike Patton. I'm going to cut
3: <sighs> The Road. Mm,
2: I get it. Not everybody saw or loved that movie.
3: Yeah. Oh man, I really think The Road should be on this list.
2: Well, maybe it'll get saved by the person who thought it was
1: literally unreadable.
0: <laughs>
1: so. <laughs> All right, Big Meek is on the save. Oh, are we done with saving already? Why is
3: Anne yelling at me?
1: Yeah, we're down to this is the stuff that got cut. Oh no, that that didn't go the way I wanted, but those are the things that got cut. Oh, Big Meek the- is oh, thinking about
3: saving Terminator. Someone <laughs> needs yeah. to
1: save the Road Ten. It was the best of the series. Someone needs to save <laughs> Let's see what is Big Meat just save. just for.
3: Can I just say for the listeners uh, and, and watchers or whatever? Are you campaigning? It, no, 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 no. It is best post-apocalyptic movies in TV. I've seen a lot of comments. It is, yeah, uh, it I is just, also TV I wrote shows.
1: The, I wrote the title wrong. The People will wanted. be fine. They'll, they'll, they'll survive. Big Jericho. 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 Coming back. Wow. The walls of Jericho fell down, but
2: then they came right
1: back. <laughs> <laughs> that is surprising. God bless us. Uh, so that's our list. The poll should be up. The in a gonna be up.
3: of moments. I never, I never win listcast.
1: I'm gonna tell you right that's now. That's not true.
3: I'm gonna tell I, you what I've... I've never won once. I haven't either. really. I've, I've
2: never won. Adams won every time I've done. I this haven't won in every a while. time.
3: No, no, no. Aaron won the last time. What do we do with Aaron? Uh, best things that Aaron pin likes. <laughs> Stuff Aaron likes. Yeah, <laughs> nailed
2: it. Uh, I'm gonna tell you that I, I will strongly like to campaign for the leftovers but i expect it to be 10 of 10 is where i expect it to follow the list so the poll is up polls up guys get to voting up start voting for your favorite i'm not going to tell
1: you how to vote because every time i've done that you have told me to fuck off if you go to i'm i'm going to put the the post or the the link in the comments on youtube Go there, you can vote.
3: Rosemary, uh, pick better things. I think she's I'm talking s- to Big Meek.
2: I think this. I think that's an exchange between uh, them. Yeah. yeah, I don't think she's telling us. No, to Big pick Meek
3: better. is fine. I mean, you pick Trump, whatever you He's pick big? Jericho, He's, whatever. Yeah,
2: the Big Meek will inherit the earth. <laughs> the Big Meek will inherit the, the, the
3: Big Earth. I uh, I I really I would have actually canceled one of my own in place of, of leaving the road. I think the road is... is uh, I think the
2: road's great, but I don't think it's going to win. I don't think it had a chance at
3: the title. To me, I think it's just so emblematic of post-apocalyptic.
2: I would agree, but I think of... I, I don't know if enough people saw it. Like It's one of those movies that the people who and saw it And I think the people it, that saw it yeah. also
3: were fucking bummed out hardcore. Mad but, Max is tearing it up. Since, and tomorrow, yeah. very nice. Le- leftovers no will get zero votes.
2: <laughs> leftovers will not even get... A, like, I
1: would click on it if i could that's
3: another thing that's another crime where it's just not enough people saw it i know we're gonna leave the poll up for two minutes and it is also because of that first season travis
1: starting now a
3: lot of people don't like that first season they get bummed out by it i
1: agree but i also think that
2: it it didn't catch fire like some of the other hbo shows and that because of that we actually got to get seasons two and three that are so crazy and interesting yeah if the show had gotten popular i don't think we could have and, and, and but you could yeah. say
3: the same thing about so many HBO shows. Like if if The Wire was on network TV, it would not have made season three.
2: Right. True.
3: You know yeah. what I mean. And it wouldn't. You wouldn't have had the best seasons like season four and stuff like that. Like,
2: I love The Wire season two, and not a lot of people
3: like. I, I also liked. love yeah, season I two. A, a lot of people one. talk shit about season yeah. two. It's one of the best, in my opinion. I, I
2: would agree. with Did you. either of you watch Room One Hundred Four? On I HBO? watched it. it it's, no, it, I liked it. What is the, it? It's the Duplass brothers' new thing where it like. The concept is.
3: I like togetherness. I loved togetherness. Yeah. I wrote a spec
2: script for togetherness. I, I thought it was it so really much. great. Yeah. yeah. Room 104 is very different. It's you're at room 104 of this hotel that is somewhere. Oh. And it can happen 20 years ago. It could be happening right now. It could be happening. Only Do you know
3: David th- Lynch did the same idea? Too? It's
1: like if the Twilight Zone all happened in one room. Right. Really? Yeah.
2: Some of them are really great and some of them are like. They're Let's see, okay. like,
1: like there's there's one episode that's all interpretive dance, and it's my that one's favorite. That weird. It's my favorite episode. Are you guys
3: talking about it past tense? Is it is it canceled? No, no, it, no. it they, they they just, just got renewed for a second ended. season. Okay, yeah, the first season. Just Mine ended.
2: is the the boy who calls his mom. The internet one with the like in Ugh. 1997 calls his mom because he's trying to go get a book published, and like it's even shot in a different format. It's
1: what? A, and he's all he's doing is trying to get his like talk his mom through how to email him. A file, but it's 1997. Yeah, so no, and it's so oh my tense, god. and it, oh, and
2: like you, it's like it's all conversations we've had with either a family member or a friend who's just doesn't get it, and you're like, no. Wow. And then she ends up deleting the whole book, and then all there's a big, there's a crazy twist. Yes. Oh my
1: god! All right, so the poll is up. We went a little off course just now talking sure about did. Room 104. Did I win for the first time? Let's see.
3: Uh, Looks uh, like it's gonna be that uh, way.
1: Uh, number five snow piercer boom number four 28 days later boom Damn it. number three children of men taking the bronze number two edge of tomorrow respectable showing there a
3: and very respectable showing
1: number one mad max fury i Rose. won my first list cast i never thought this would happen oh i want to thank everyone you did it i Way did
3: go, it man
2: i feel really good about that I also feel like that was a really popular movie, and I realize that the strategy <laughs> of this now is to really claim the, the popular movie early. The so that you, popular yeah. movie people have seen yeah. the yeah. most recently. Yeah. yeah. What, can you show me, did, did Leftovers get even one vote? I'm going to say no. Oh,
1: my God. It did. It, it got beat, three. It beat Jericho and Escape. Wow. Really? One vote for Escape from New York? Ouch. That, that does
3: shock me. Wow. I, you I'm, should have done Escape from L.A.
1: I uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's newer.
2: <laughs> if only we had kept Terminator Salvation on this list. I not know. Who, who's to say who would have won then? <laughs> who's to say?
3: I think all the trolls would have voted for it. <laughs> it's, it's Mick
1: G's online. <laughs> More
0: people should have seen this.
1: <laughs> all right, so this was Ooh, a fun episode. it Was fun. Yeah, we should uh, we should wrap this up. All right. What do we have to plug before Jesus. we get out of here? Before <laughs> Travis. Throws Can I talk about Monday? Can you talk? Oh, the list cast we're yeah. doing Monday? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. List cast, uh, we're doing uh, all time best graphic novels for yeah. the Unpop space. Snowpiercer, once again, making an <laughs> appearance. Please, uh, please watch that. I'm really excited about doing it. Tiff Myers and Aaron Pita will be on the program.
1: Yeah, that's going to be one of those where I just get to sit back and smoke weed and just
3: uh, I really, guide things along. I really would love for you to read some of the books that we talk about. I mean, I will. Yeah.
1: I mean, I'm not going to do it like. Do you read a graphic Before? novel? Yeah. You sure? Well, yeah. it's got the novel. Like, yeah, I mean, but I mean, you feel like you Well, you like, don't
3: inhale it. <laughs> what do you think you <laughs> <should> snort it.
2: <laughs> I just kind of flip through it and just kind of like, oh, he's got a knife in this picture, <laughs> and then the next one, someone's bloody, and then I got it.
1: Yeah, that'll be our next episode of this cast. <laughs> that look I just got from John was priceless. <laughs> it was pretty solid.
3: Uh. I don't have anything else to plug. Uh, I'm going I'm, st- I'm still gonna be in Arizona. Yeah, he's
2: gonna <laughs> be in <laughs> Mesa, Arizona, looking up all girlfriends, right?
3: Uh, yeah, I'll be no. I'll be there with Quincy uh, Jones and uh, Justin Foster. Um, yeah, and uh, just please listen to profiles and eccentricity. The new episode is my favorite.
1: Please. That's
2: going to be weird that this could air at any time. And yeah. It just seems like it's all, whatever's out. People are going to have to yeah. go
1: back and do such <laughs> such an investigative No, <job>. I think
3: before the next episode comes out, it'll still be my favorite. Yeah. It'll still be the newest one. Although, maybe that one will be my favorite, but who knows? Who knows? Wow. I don't know what I'm saying.
2: Solid sales pitch Travis. <laughs> I will be at Mercury, Nevada, which is a place you cannot go, so don't come there. <laughs> and uh, literally, you can't come, the CIA will shoot you.
1: Uh, but I'm special. Uh, they're not allowed to carry out operations on American soil. So,
2: um, Unmarked <laughs> trucks with guns <laughs> will shoot you if you try to enter Mercury, Nevada. Uh, I will be there. Uh, and I'm not allowed to take photos, so I don't know what will happen, and this may be the last you ever hear from me. Oh. Also, uh, Quick Question is a podcast I do that's available on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify, so check that out. Also, Heart Shaped Pod right here on the Unpops Network is a thing I do with Mr. Adam Todd Brown here. Yay, yay. And uh... that's
0: it. <laughs>
2: also, I'm doing one more uh, I'm doing a show tomorrow night uh, someplace uh, it's the last comedy show I have booked for the year, and we'll see if 2018 uh, can carry on <laughs> that thing of being the year I'm booked
1: on anything. Come to our live podcast December 30th at the Hollywood Hotel at 9 p.m. Uh, it's going to be me, Quincy, Chet Wilde, and Vanessa Gritton. It's going to be a PUI podcast. Is she, is she up and about? Well, she will. It's a month from now, so she'll be fine okay. by then. Yeah, she's starting
3: right. to get up and around. Oh. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, come out to that. Subscribe to the rest of our podcast on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/unpops. I think that's it. Oh, follow me on Twitter at Mr. Travis Clark. Oh, come on. hmm Follow John to it.
3: I'm Look, at John Fahey, You know. Very nice. Harmonize harmonized wow. that. That was nice. Wow. John Fahey, you know. You know. wow (laughs) that was good we did good Chris L said this is a really fun episode I agree thank you Chris this
1: was a really fun episode thank you both for doing it let's get the fuck out of here bye guys thank you for listening hey thanks guys goodbye everybody we love you